What's up, everybody? This is Amets here with Beat Pimp. You are listening to the Whiskey Sessions. This is episode one zero seven. Beat Pimp, what is up with you? I'm doing great. One oh seven is like close to double oh seven, and we both love James Bond. We do. Uh, that the new James Bond movie is just like permanently delayed. Don't you always feel like it's six months away? Yeah. Pretty much. I, I remember Daniel Craig hosted Saturday Night Live over a year ago in promotion of that movie. Still not the out. Development hell. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a shame. 107 also reminds me of what growing up was my favorite radio station in Seattle. 107.7 The End. It was an alternative station. Then it got kind of lame as rock got kind of lame right around the end of the 90s and into the 2000s. And then at some point, and I hadn't spent that much time in Seattle, they just decided as a station to be like, screw it, we're not playing new rock. We're going to play the old hits, a lot of Seattle one. You're going to hear a ton of Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. And they just did that. And I think they kind of kept it that way. They've mixed in maybe a few new things here and there, but it's like a much better station. It was called The End. That was the, the that's end. their, the end. Yeah, because it's like, like 107.7 is essentially the end of the dial. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Good branding. Yeah. No, it worked for them. Uh, but B-Pimp, I did hear that you need to get a little something off your chest from our last episodes where we played a couple of rounds of Let's Get Personal. And... By the way, I should say, I'm still two points ahead. You are, and depending on how you feel about this, you might be more ahead, because I found out uh, that one of the people I had listed, I had tested you on in the um, 1993 Phoenix Suns uh, round was a person who was actually not on that team. Uh, Kurt Rambis was only on the Suns from 89 to 91, but it was one of those things when I Googled 93 Suns, he just got lumped into my Google results because I think he was on the Suns in the early 90s and Google was like, that's close enough. So when I went back and looked because it sounded off to me, I, I found out that he was not on that team. So I felt like I had to, in the spirit of <laughs> fairness and, and transparency, tell you that because that was the only one that you got wrong and he's technically not on the, that team. You know what? Okay. I I don't think we need to rescore it. Okay. Because it didn't make a difference as to how I would have guessed. And it's not like just because you said it was going to be the 93 Suns doesn't mean you couldn't have pulled a like a wild card in there. I don't think it's against okay. the rules. Okay. But I think that is funny because I just remember you saying Kurt Rambis was on the team. And I was like, really? He didn't play for sure. So it made me think he was like maybe just like a 12th man at the end of his career. Yeah, he was uh, he was on another team at that point. I forgot already which team that was, but he he was on the Suns for three seasons, which surprised me because I don't yeah. remember that. But hey, I just had to. We we have a we have a policy of fairness with let's get personal, despite our competitive natures. So you know, I couldn't let that let that go. No, we do, and I gotta say, I give you all the credit in the world for bringing that up. I don't even think you had to bring it up. And there's no way I ever would have myself even looked it up or found out. <laughs> so you took the ethical high road and I give you all the credit in the world for that. And I, and I also felt like you wouldn't want to take a perfect five for five that way. So I figured we oh, probably yeah. would want to keep the results, but you have to earn that. The first five for five has to be like completely, you know, smooth and, and by the book. Yeah. That's not how I'd want to win that. I actually, if, 
if I got a five for five that way, you know what that would remind me of is, and I say this because I both read the book Goldfinger and watched the movie like simultaneously, uh, not exactly simultaneously, but you know, within the a couple of weeks of each other. And it's a, both a plot point in the movie and in the book that James Bond beats Goldfinger at a game of golf on kind of a technicality. And it's such a weird moment in both. By the way, if you've never read the book Goldfinger, if you think the scene of him playing golf with Goldfinger in the movie is like painfully slow and weird in the middle of the movie, in the book, it's even worse. There is a paragraph describing every hole. <laughs> I do. Now that you're describing, I do remember whenever I watched that movie, I'm like, oh, now it's the golf interlude in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that guy is like such a, he's like super, super like tan to the, the Goldfinger guy. Mm-hmm. And doesn't he have like a yellow checkered sweater on or something? You might be right. I don't remember the wardrobe super well, but that sounds right yeah. funny. What a weird scene. So I don't want, I'm taking a, a, a higher road than James Bond would take. I appreciate that. That, that. That's one of the many ways that you're a better man than Sean Connery. Exactly. <laughs> Um, the, so for this episode, we're talking about, a, you know, a couple episodes, we talked about our best band names for this episode. We realized there are a lot of great band names out there, but there's also a ton of shitty band names and I didn't want to pass those up. Uh, and so Brian, I'm, I'm glad you, you brought this up as a, a, a top five, but we're doing the worst five band names. Very excited to talk about this topic. Yeah, and what I realized too is that when you go through potential bad band names, there are, uh, frankly, a, a lot of legendary rock bands with kind of bad band names. And an argument could be made that the Beatles, with an A and it's a pun, is like kind of a bad band name. Yeah. But they're so legendary that you like just kind of forget about it. I think maybe one of the things about it, it would have to be because we know what the Beatles ended up being in order for their band name to like detract from them. It would have to be really, really, really bad. <laughs> and it's yeah. probably just like bad. <laughs> it'd have to be like Beatles stank. Exactly. Beatles stank <laughs> or like, I don't know, Beetlejuice, the band, not the movie or something. I don't know. Or like really Beetle bad. biz kit. Yeah. It's, it is funny though. It's like, yeah, that's not, if the Beatles were kind of a dumb band, you'd be like, "Ugh, that was a bad name. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to get into this list because there are some bad band names. And just to be clear to the listeners, when we go to our top five bad band names, there, there are some band names in the world that are like super offensive or like crude and like, yeah, bad band names. But those are bands, frankly, I've never heard any of their music, so we didn't even count it. These are right. bands that I know a song of and then determined that these are bad band names. Yes, agreed completely. But before we get into that, B-Pimp, as is the name of the podcast, you have a whiskey to drink. So what are you sharing with us for this episode? I'm adding to our list of states that we've drank whiskey from, I think, because this oh. is from the state of Virginia. Very nice. I don't think we've had a Virginia one. I can't think of one that we've had from Virginia. Here's the bottle. It's Bowman Brothers. 
and it's a Virginia straight bourbon whiskey, small batch, 90 proof. Um, and it is brewed in Fredericksburg, Virginia, Spotsylvania mm. County. I've heard of that town. I've actually yeah. heard of a lot of little towns in, in Virginia only because like some project I worked on was talking about high speed rail from DC to Richmond, Virginia. And I had a lot of spokes and stuff like that, that I had to do some analysis on, but it just made me learn the, the towns of Virginia. One of those towns made this, made this bourbon. And it says it's a, it's made with a pioneer spirit and it's a small batch and it's copper distilled is what it's saying. On the copper here. distilled. Interesting. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I'm curious to hear how it tastes. Uh, it looks like you got it in a nice glass there. I like that they advertise small batch. How come whiskeys don't don't ever list like huge batch on the? Box? Yeah, this this came from just the biggest batch we ever made, and we have no idea how good it is. There's no quality control. <laughs> they should do that. I I would respect that. That's I like when people when companies are honest with me. I do too. How's the uh, so? How's the smell on it? The bouquet, if you will. The bouquet is quite pleasant. It's uh, very sweet when it hits my nose. Um, I'm having it neat here. So I'm going to see. I've never had this or heard of it before. I looked. I was. I was actually looking for one from a state that I don't think we'd had. So I saw Virginia and picked it up. Oh, good looking out. Taking a nice sip. So it's 90 proof, which is probably right in the middle as far as bourbons go. Not like one of those hundred proofs that's really strong and not, not too, that's, you know, it's a nice substantial level there. It actually has kind of a underwhelming hmm. character to it on the first sip. It's very bland. That's not good. Usually the smell. Yeah. The smell is better than the taste is what I would say. Let's see if a second sip changes that. So you're letting it sit with you a little more. Is there anything that's sticking out or is it still kind of just sticking to that notes of meh? It is. It, it's very meh. You know what? I'm going to shock you. I'm going to give this the boot. Whoa. You don't yeah. need that third sip to know you're no. doing the boot. It's, it's booted. It's not, it, it, it wasn't exorbitantly expensive, but it's, it's bottled in a way that my expectations were high for this whiskey. As and it's just not doing glass, right? Bottled in glass. They took some time. They have a little, they have a little um, picture of these Bowman brothers. You probably can't see it over our zoom camera, but it's behind the Ooh, back wall. It is a nice bottle. It's a nice bottle. And, and it's, and I thought, you know, they're, put, they're putting some time and effort into this. So they must have a really quality product in there. And I'm not going to say it's the worst one we've ever had by any means, but it's just not doing it for me. Wow. All right. You're giving it the boot. Uh, to our listeners out there, don't get Bowman Brothers. Stay out of Virginia is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Stay out of the entire state <laughs> yeah. based on the one whiskey we had. In there. Yep. Huh. Uh, well, I mean, that's good to know. I And I got to say, when we go back to the top of the year, one of your predictions was that you would give 50% of whiskeys the boot. And I don't think you're currently on that trajectory, but you are making a statement with this boot saying that, Hey, 
if you don't bring it, you're not getting on the train. I'm saying it's the middle of March and I'm finally giving a whiskey the boot. And that's that <laughs> there's more where that came from whiskey. Yeah. So you better be, you better be ready. No. And the fact that you did it with, you didn't even take a third sip. You did it after two is profound, uh, a change of character from what I'm used to. And just this new vicious bee pimp. I, I don't know what to say. Whiskeys look out. Perhaps. Yes. I'm coming for your whiskeys. You better step up your game. You distilleries out there. Cause no more free passes. No, they're shaking in their barrels now. Yeah. Um, all right. We got to get back to, to what we mentioned at the top of the episode, crappy band names. And I'll be honest. I think I've been a part of not great band names before. Um, one, well, probably several of them are not very good. But one band name, I'll admit, that I was a part of was a hip-hop duo. And we went by Rhyme and Recreation, which as I, as I get the 30,000-foot view of that, like a decade after we performed, at least, it's not a great band name. I mean, it's not the worst either. There are worse. And I, I feel like I have five on this list that are probably worse. Yeah. But... I, I also feel like, what is it about the 90s, maybe into the early 2000s, that was just a hotbed for shitty band names? I think there was like some consultants out there that were giving a lot of bad advice and they were just, that was like their most active time period. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the name that's going to send you into the stratosphere, kid. No, uh, but there were definitely some bad ones during that era, especially, it seems like. Anything, any th- themes on your list? I do think the nineties, um, rock, maybe leaning more towards like alternative, what you would call alternative rock is kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I did stick to bands I know, and I tried to be even harsher on bands I like who maybe I like, but I just admit that their band name sucks. So that was kind of my approach to it. Wow. Can I be honest? and maybe this is part of it, but I don't have a single band on here that I like. Yeah. I don't like all of mine, but I like a couple of them. Yeah. I, I think that speaks to your ability to be objective about this. I'm not sure I was able to be totally objective about this and like separate their band name from their music. I don't know. This is also one where I don't expect a double dip if I'm being honest. Really? Okay. Yeah, Cause there's just, there's just too many bands. I think for us there to are. land on the same one. Um, all right. Well, without further ado, then let's get into it. These are our top five worst band names of all time. More than four, less than six. It's the top five. All right. B Pimp, what's your number five? My number five. Speaking of bands I like, it is a band I like, but their name sucks. It's Corn. Mmm. Yeah, that name does suck. And it's with it's a just- K. It's a backwards K too on their albums, like Ugh. stylized. Why? I just don't, I, I, you know, like, why is that the name? I just can't figure it out. I don't think it's cool. I don't, I think the band is excellent, but I don't like the name. So I had to put it on there. I think that's fair. Is, is Corn from the Midwest, the band? Um, I don't think so. I think, I think they're like an LA-ish area band. Oh. I'm pretty sure Jonathan, what's his name? Jonathan Davis, the main guy. I think he's from California. Oh, that makes even less sense then. 
Yeah, because you could say if they're from Iowa or something like Slipknot, be like, hey, what's around us, corn? We can't just do that. Let's put a K on it. But <laughs> we can't even we can't even say that. You should have gone by Slipcorn. Slipcorn. Yeah, exactly. That's a new band. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. My number five is Panic! Exclamation point at the disco. Oh, great choice. I this that's a bad band name. It does not roll off the tongue. It actually does. It is a little bit indicative of what their music is like, though. I just remember, I don't know if this is their first single or their biggest single, um, but it was the song that goes, haven't you heard of closing the goddamn door or something along those lines? It's like really kind of spastic and frantic and then oddly paced, but never gels. I feel like that is essentially what their band name is also like. Yeah. I don't understand random exclamation points in band names. I don't either. There's that band Godspeed, you black emperor or whatever. It's got an exclamation point after the Godspeed. I am also not, not a fan of bands who do really random capitalization. I have Well, and I'll mention them later. I they, they just missed my list, but Tune Yards, I don't hate the name just the way it sounds, but the way it looks, I find so irritating. Like every other letter is capitalized. Yeah. And then there's a hyphen in there and it's just, ugh. That was like a 90s AIM screen name thing. We don't, why are we keeping that going? Yeah, I don't know. All right, what's your number four? My number four is a band that I don't like and is a one-hit wonder, I believe, and I don't know anything about them. The name makes my skin crawl. I hate it so much. It's Sixpence None the Richer. It is a horrible name. It's terrible. I, it's, I like, can't... Well, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but <laughs> yes, that is a horrible, horrible name. It is so bad. Like you couldn't try harder not to come up with something that is cl- as clumsy as that. I think the person who ca- who came up with that name and then sold it to the rest of the band would be the person I like the least in the world. Maybe. Yes. I that name is so bad. I am certain it like impacted their success as a band. Yeah. It's bad. No. Great pick for your number 4. Uh my number 4 is Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, interesting. Yeah. This is a tough one because I, I hate this group. And anytime I hear them on an old school like state, because the I like I really like listening to both 1021 and 1029 here in the Bay Area. 1029 is more RB, but 1021 does play like a lot of hip hop. Uh, and it's all old school. And when Bone Thugs comes on, I'm so angry. Like this should not like the Bone Thugs era should have ended completely when it did and never revisit it. That's how I feel about that group. I'm curious to, can you, I want to hear a little bit more about why you don't like Bone Thugs and Harmony. I don't really have a strong feeling. I like that Crossroads song though. I'll, I'll admit that. I just like, I don't think they're uh, the actual harmonizing. They don't really sing very on key. Like everything they produce sounds very muddy to me. Oh, Okay. And it's just, I don't know, like sonically, I find it like overwhelmingly irritating. Okay. 
and yeah i don't know not for that's, me like the, that wake up song i find so annoying that's fair that's good to know from somebody who knows about making music like because i you know all i know is when i was a kid i liked the crossroads song like that's my only like <laughs> impression of both dogs and harmony yeah and just like the the band name itself since this is like what this is about it's just like bone thugs hyphen capital n hyphen harmony i hate the way it's written it to me does not roll off the tongue at all i'm not even sure what it means although i kind of get the harmony part i just don't like it yeah that's excellent then for that meets all the criteria for this list yeah all right what's your number three my number three is the the other band on this list that I like. I like quite a bit, actually, but their name sucks, and it's Dream Theater. Dream Theater? Yeah, that's a pretty bad band name. It's cringy. It's just like, what? Like, they're a very, they're a very, um, like, uh, what's the word for it? They take themselves too seriously. Like, I can admit that as a fan of them. They're, like, really, really, really good musicians. But you don't have to, like you don't have to go the extra mile and name yourself dream theater. Come on. Like have a little bit of, a little bit of humility. Are they metal? Or? Yeah. They're like, they're like Prague. Um, they write like 18 minute songs. They're, they're known for their guitarist um, will end an album and then begin their next album with like chord progressions. They just do all this stuff. That's like, the metal nerd in me likes them, but it's just like, mm-hmm. come on, Dream Theater. No, that's that's a terrible name. It feels especially bad for a, a metal name. Yeah, like, I feel like a lot of metal bands actually have pretty appropriate and good names. Yeah, I think so. For the most, there's there's some terrible ones, but then there's also like a lot of good ones. But Dream Theater is. Whew. Yeah, but I mean, like like Slayer is good. Metallica is yeah. pretty good. Um, Megadeth, Iron Maiden, Megadeth, Mastodon. Like, I think there are some good names in there. Judas Priest. Judas Priest. That's a great one. Dream Theater. No, no. Come on. No. Dream Theater. Get out of here with your crazy long hair and your high pitched screaming and stuff. (laughs) Get out of here with that. All right. My number three. And actually, this is what brought it up from a couple episodes ago. Why we even did this list in the first place. But Hoobastank. Double dip. Wow. You said we wouldn't have one, and here we have one. I was wrong. I was wrong. That's just a shitty band name. It's hard to describe. Like, it's unappealing. I'm not sure what it means. And it doesn't roll off the tongue. Like, it, like, checks every box of sucking. You know what it makes me think? I couldn't really put... it, It... it annoys me so much that I had to have it on the list. I couldn't quite put my finger on why it annoys me so much, but I think it's because of this. I guarantee you that if you got the true backstory of what this name is, it's one of these dudes in this band. It's like his slang for some kind of girl or something. It's something so off-putting and just gross. (laughs) And I'm like, I know that's what it is. I hate it. I'm not buying it. Get out of here with this crap. And I'm glad the band is like obscure now. and doesn't do anything anymore. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, anything else that you wanted to add to the Hoobastank hate? No, it's just like, who I think Hoobastank did inspire this list. So I guess in any way that they deserve credit, it's for that. But yeah, it's the it, slightest credit. It almost m- makes it so they like have to be on it. And, I'm, and it's fitting that they were the double dip. Yeah. Uh, all right. My number two 
And I don't know this band well, but I do know their one single uh, is Toad the Wet Sprocket. Yeah, that's bad. That's like, there's another group called the Toadies, who's also like a one-hit wonder-ish type group, which is also not a very good name, but, you know, it's it's fine. But Toad the Wet Sprocket is just like, I don't know what that means. It really doesn't, like, fit together in any particular way, and it just seems like that quintessential band in that era that's just like some band name consultant was just like putting random words together yeah code the wet sprocket i i did i thought about that one it didn't quite make it for me but it's bad it's really bad i just what makes me think about a band bad band name too is just could you imagine like say they're a guest on saturday night live like being the host having to announce this band name like how what's the embarrassment level of having to say this name toad the wet sprocket would be right at the top yeah that's like the equivalent of having to introduce david spade as a guest or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right who's your number two? Oh, my number two was hoobastank so we're at my number one now here we go what is your number one my number one it it took a lot to I had Hoobastank as my number one for a time. And then Lisa reminded me of this band who I hate everything about them. Anytime a song comes on by them, I get upset. I don't, I don't like them. I don't like what they stand for in the music industry and I hate their name and it's Imagine Dragons. Wow. I love it. (laughs) We're not on my list and I just didn't think of that group, but kudos to Lisa. Yeah horrible band name horrible band it's so bad they are like i don't like to like throw out the term sellout really because i don't begrudge bands for trying to make money like no of course try to make money like have a living yeah but i have never heard a band but there are a couple of bands of that era like imagine dragons like capital cities is that what they were called who just seem like they exist for the sole purpose of i don't know selling their songs for commercials yes like they are awful and they take yeah. themselves way too seriously yes speaking of saturday Night live i remember seeing them on saturday Night live and thinking like whoa they suck <laughs> <laughs> i just i uh i i don't i agree with you totally i i usually don't criticize bands for that because like you said it's hard if you can find something that makes you successful to be a band as a living congratulations like that's fantastic but when i know that it's like a pandering thing when i know that their sole purpose like they were they do everything based on like a brand consultant you know like i just need well this will hinder how many radio stations play our songs so we can't write a song with like that kind of chord change in it because they won't play that at like the bookstore that we need them to play our music at like that's what i feel like their conversations are and it just drives me nuts i i could not agree more like extremely marketing calculated yeah which is just like sad so imagine dragons you suck and you're the worst name great that is a strong what number one my number one is actually was your number four, I think. Yes. Since none the richer. Yes. I, it's just like that name is horrible. And they were the 
they were that kiss me song if people don't yeah. if people don't know who we're talking about that was that kiss me song that was in some movie or show or something oh in, the 90s. in some movie like probably tons of movies yeah um but yeah six pence none the richer a a group that i've said it before and i'll say it again i i don't know how their other songs are in terms of uh like quality or how talented they are really i just know that one song which is like pretty innocuous but i am positive that name is so bad it stopped them from further success that's that's what we call a career ender yeah it i i i wonder if they even thought about that or changed their name i don't know i mean that's what i'm saying like i don't understand how somebody I get how some people can have ideas and then they get like, you know, they get it going in their head and they're like, oh yeah, that's going to be our band name. But nobody had the sense to be like, you guys, you can't call your band that. Like, it's gonna, <laughs> it can't be Sixpence None the Richer. It could be anything else. It could be Sixpence. I don't know. It's just so bad. It could just be Sixpence. It could be None the Richer. It could be The Richer or Sixpence None. Like all of these things would be better band names than what they went with. Yeah. Like it's so if you're going to go with a long band name too, it better be like perfect. Right. Exactly. And that could not be worse. That's bad. That's a, that's why it made me, it reminds me of some of the ones that I did not include because I don't know the band. Mm-hmm. Like the one I mentioned to you, which was we butter our bread with butter. Why? Like, <laughs> why are you naming like this? Ugh. But Sixpence None the Richer had a hit single despite that name. So maybe we should be giving them some kind of credit. <laughs> yeah. I Maybe it really speaks to the power of how talented they are. Yeah. Um, did you have any honorable mentions? I did. Um, when I was thinking of Imagine Dragons, it made me also think of Chainsmokers, which I don't like. That's bad, um, Insane Clown. Suck. Yeah, they suck. Insane Clown Posse sucks. And that that's a stupid name. Um, and Gin Blossoms. I will say though, is it Gin Blossoms was bad too? Insane Clown Posse like fits with what they're doing. I will admit that it does fit. It does describe. You know what you're gonna get. You're getting an Insane Clown Posse. Yeah. But I would argue that that is why it's so bad because I don't want an Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> no, that's true. I felt like like one of mine was Limp Biscuit. I did, left them off the list only because it was like, it's an accurate description. Yeah, that's true. It is, um, but so I don't like, know. But they are honorable mention. Toon Yards, I mentioned before. Bowling for Soup. What a flat name that is. That's horrible. That is bad. I wish I would have put that on my list. Yeah. Uh, this is one Maggie mentioned. Blink-182. And I kind of okay. agree. Because I'm like, I don't know what this means. It's just kind of dumb. It doesn't sound that great. Yeah, it's got some phonetic benefits, right? Because it's short and punchy. You'd think maybe, like, even though it's nonsense, yeah. Blink 182. I don't know. Like, I, I, I wouldn't say it's so bad that it doesn't, like, roll off the tongue there. Yeah. Um, the Airborne Toxic Event. Stupid band name. <laughs> yeah. And then, even though they have one of my favorite songs, Rump Shaker, Rexon Effect is awful. Yeah, it's so hard to say. Oh, and it's spelled in a bonkers way. I The way they spelled it, W-R-E-C-K-X. And then they did the same thing Bone Thugs and Harmony did with the hyphen and hyphen. Yeah, bad. It's too clumsy. Sorry. Yeah, really clumsy. Um, all right. If there are any honorable mentions that we forgot about or bad band names that uh, 
you want to bring up, let us know on our uh, Twitter feed. That's at Whiskey Sessions or whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com. And we'll read your email on a future episode. But let's get to your emails for this episode. These are your emails. You sent us emails to read. Emails. And now we'll read them. All right, B-Pimp, what do we got in the old email inbox? Dear Whiskey Sessions, Ryes are made, by law, from a mash of at least 51% rye, usually mixed with corn and malted barley. Since bourbon is at least 51% corn, this difference is the results in the spicier or drier character of rye compared to sweeter bourbons. It is distilled to no more than 160 U.S. proof, 80% alcohol by volume, and aged in charred new oak barrels. The whiskey must be put in the barrels at no more than 125 proof. Rye whiskey that has been aged for at least two years and has not been blended with other spirits may be further designated as straight, as in straight rye whiskey. Sincerely, Rye the Rye Guy from Rye, New York. (laughs) Thanks for the explainer. I feel like I I stopped paying attention halfway through that and then cut at the end. That's fair. But I think I learned something. It's just rye. It's just they have the same ingredients, but one is more dominant than the other in a rye versus mm-hmm. a bourbon. So that's why we always say that ryes bring it with the spices because of that rye, man. They, they they have it right in the name. It's a good name for this whiskey. It is. Rye is like perfect name for a whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. And for uh, rye, the rye guy. I agree. And it would not fall on this list for sure. Nope. Um, all right. Thank you so much, Rye Guy from Rye, New York. If uh, you want to send us an email, of course, send it again to whiskey sessions music at gmail.com. We will read it on a future episode. Uh, but that does it for this episode. B Pimp, do you have any words of wisdom to leave our listeners with? Thanks, Rye, the Rye Guy. Thank you, Rye. Until next time, uh, if you are starting a band, make sure you don't have a band name quite as terrible as. Insane Clown Posse, Sixpence None the Richer. Nothing along those lines, or especially not Imagine Dragons. They will sue the shit out of you. I am positive if they do anything as a band, it's sue the shit out of people. And if you've got at least one or two hyphens, get those hyphens out of there and oh go back God. to the drawing yeah, board. Of the hyphens. <laughs> uh, all right, until next time, this is Amets. And be pimp. Bye. Bye. Right.